Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. It's Black Friday. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Wake up from those turkey comas. We're going to bring you into the holiday weekend in style on this lovely holiday monorail. This is Justin Monorail, and joining me around the table are... Garrett Chicken Nugget. Garrett Chicken Nugget. Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail, and... You know you can't say my name... Oh, yeah, the one that can't be named McKenna Monorail. Oh, I did it again. We talked about this. (laughs) Um, So, as I mentioned on Monday, there was a very big event, D23, Destination D. They were celebrating Mickey's birthday, and they made a lot of big announcements at that event. And there was some other news we didn't really get a chance to talk about that came out last week. And and we're going to cram it all in, just like your your bellies after a a Thanksgiving meal. You're going to be full of Disney news after you listen to this podcast. So, let's get into it. I want to start first with something that could be pretty controversial. Did you all see the news that Disney's starting to test robot cameras and removing the Disney photographers, the cast members? Um, and it's right now, it's only at a few locations, but you've got to read the tea leaves to assume that this is something they're testing out to maybe roll out more broadly, especially at like static locations, um, maybe character greetings, different things like that. Removing the cast members and putting automated cameras Oh. Yeah, so I get by the I looks don't... on your faces, I feel like you didn't know this. No, I, I didn't. Did so what's what's your reaction? How do you feel? I don't about like it? it. I don't like I, it either. I think it's cool. It's but, gonna make... but I don't like that people are gonna lose jobs. Right. But I do like uh robots. Yeah, so. I feel like it won't be as interactive without that cast member there. Right. I mean, because think about when we were um, in Hollywood Studios, we did our Tower of Terror pictures. That guy was fun. He was. He was having us like do silly faces and stuff. Be scared, yeah. run away. Yeah. That's not going to happen with a Unless robot. Unless the robot's like, now act scared. <laughs> I will be because that's a scary voice robot. <laughs> um, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> and as someone who likes to do the art things... Um, it's a good place to get a job if mm-hmm. you're starting out as a photographer. Yeah. Just do that stuff. I wouldn't think that every single one of the cast members are like professional photographers, but no, some of but them... Like some of them are trying to start out in the Some art of them world. could be. Yeah, some of them could be. And for me, I, I think that I've said this kind of about Walt Disney World in general. The cast members are what bring it to life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, why do we love the Jungle Cruise? It's because of the cheesy jokes that the skipper tells the whole time. Right. You know, I don't think they're getting rid of that, though. No, they're, they're not. They, they could. They better not. I mean, honestly, they could at some point. They could make it a voiceover. Hopefully, they won't do that. But some of the most memorable moments you have at Disney are interacting with the cast members. They're, they're what bring the magic to life. And I really do think this is a mistake. Yeah, I, I agree that, like robots and stuff it's cool but that is a big part like 
I don't know. It's just you. First off, I don't like taking away jobs yeah. from people, but it's also something that is a human interaction. I feel yeah. like it's necessary. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I totally agree with you. I- so I kind of didn't understand. I thought it was just like cameras, like on. I don't know. I didn't really get it what you meant, but now I do, and I feel like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think any time that they take people out of the equation. It's a misstep in the Disney experience um, realm. Because like we mentioned when we started talking about the live actors being removed from the Rivers of Light show, I think that makes the show pointless. It does. The Rivers of Light show where they have the people there, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, and and they even, they get the crowd excited in the beginning because they walk through um, Yeah, interacting with the crowds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or what, the bleachers. Yeah, walking through the bleachers. Um, And then, like... I thought the one of the cooler things was when the lady was beating the drums yeah. and you could see her shadow through yeah, the set. It was really neat. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I get It's all budget. It's all budget. But does Disney need to save money right now? Well here's now? the thing. <laughs> they are always looking for ways to increase that margin. Yeah. And if you think about how many photopass photographers they have out in the resort every day, if they could cut that in half that's a huge budget cut. Yeah, but we spend a lot of money for we do, the we do. human interaction. We do. And I'm not arguing that this is a good choice experience uh, for for the experience. I'm just saying from a budget, from a biz, purely business, if you're just looking at the dollars, I'm an accountant. I'm going to tell you. I get it. I less understand. expense, higher revenue. I understand. Higher profit. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I hope Disney's out there listening too, because it's not just us that are upset about this. It's... There's been an outcry. And as I've said in the past, I really do think sometimes Disney leaks information or even releases information to get reaction. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they make the right choice here because I think this is not the right thing to do. But Yeah, I don't like it. I wanted to start with that because we're going to go to better news as we go. Good, good. So that, let's yeah. cheer up. <laughs> yeah. So that was not great news. But now let's get into some of the D20, or not D23, Destination D uh, 2018 no- news, noise. The noise, wow. the noise from the conference. Um, this was an event occurring down at Walt Disney World this past weekend, or past week, actually. And uh, now that you're hearing this, it was the week before this week. It's like 10 days ago. But anyway, I digest. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. I know. Lots of, lots of really cool news coming out. Lots of things to kind of think about and digest. Um, one of them is that let's talk about Hollywood studios. Cause there was a lot of information that came out specifically about Hollywood studios. First, there will be an all new nighttime experience coming to the Hollywood studios called the wonderful world of animation. It's going to make its debut in May of 2019 as the part, as part of the park's 30th anniversary. And the, the new show will use state of the art projection technology to take guests on a journey through over 90 years of Disney animation, all starting with a mouse. So that sounds pretty neat. And is that kind of like the studio tours thing? What was it called? Where the old thing where you would see all the set stuff was? Oh, yeah. the backstage tour. Backstage tour. No, this is a show. So, like, oh, so it's a show. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like it's going to occur over, oh, wow. like over the Chinese theater, which will be interesting because it's going to change because you know that's where Mickey's Runaway Railway experience is going to be. They are replacing the Great Movie Ride with Mickey's Runaway Railway, and so. It really th- seems like there's going to be a greater emphasis on animation in the studios. That'll be cool. Which that makes a lot of sense. Oh, and I ooh. hope that they do. I appreciate animation. Yeah, I hope they do in- increase the animation presence. You yeah, animate the Muppet. Well, then it wouldn't be the Muppets. Never I've, mind. I've been <clears throat> looking around on the internet, and 
like kids are getting more excited about animation yeah. now. Yeah. Like they're really wanting maybe to. It's a, maybe to we're anime. gonna have an animation renaissance at some point. So yeah. That would be cool. That'd be really great if we went through another renaissance. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> what? So speaking History of repeats itself. Speaking of yes. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway History Railway. Never repeats itself. That's not true. Speaking of Mickey's Runaway Railway, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, there's no opening date just yet, but they do say construction will be completed by fall of 2019. And again, the attraction will feature an original story and theme song as it takes guests into the wacky world of Disney Channel's Emmy Award-winning Mickey Mouse cartoon shorts. And from what I hear, the, the song, the theme song they're writing for this ride is going to be one of those catchy tunes that gets stuck in your head like oh, for the rest of your life. Great. So look, look, look forward <laughs> oh. to that. Maybe it'll knock Small World down the list a little bit. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> well, that song isn't very great, though. But it gets it sticks with you. It's but stuck it's in my head really. now that you've said it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Let's talk Galaxy's Edge. Oh, I'm so excited about Galaxy's oh, Edge. Oh, man. First of all, a video came out this week. We all watched it this last week of John Williams oh, gosh. composing, a, directing the London fan. Symphony or, or, Orchestra, orchestra. As, they, as they play the new original theme music that's going to be the area music of Galaxy's Edge. And while they are playing the music, they keep showing the orchestra, but they're also showing like where the construction's at in Galaxy's Edge. It's so cool. Just even watching that video gets me all chills, and I start to get teary-eyed thinking about how freaking amazing it's going to be. And I just told the family while we were watching the video, the other day I said you all just need to be prepared I will probably be sobbing the whole time that we're in Galaxy's Edge so I'm sorry but it's going to be embarrassing but that's he what's going to happen teary when he thinks just about talking it. about it just think about there's going to be like droids in the street there's first order stormtroopers walking around Jawas oh my gosh and we can walk in the bar and, and go have blue milk I'm telling you and it's going to be amazing the music that John Williams is composing right now is like, amazing as soon as it started I was like oh, I got yeah. chills I was yeah. like oh it my hits gosh you immediately. he's an amazing composer everything he's a genius yeah everything that he it's does it's iconic yeah yeah and the, the thing we learned from um, Destination D was that we now know the names of the two big attractions that are coming to Galaxy's Edge the Millennium Falcon ride will be called Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run and they showed pictures of the cockpit. Oh it looks gosh. so cool. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, and then the other ride is Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. And this is going to be the one where I believe you're going to have like laser guns and you get to shoot stuff. Oh, cool. Okay. So that'll be really fun, too. My um, question is, can you be a bad guy? I don't I've know. I've always been a big... You're talking about like kind of the story that you kind of live out like in yeah, Galaxy's Edge. You'll be I feel like you out could. a story. I've always been a big um, Empire first order mm -hmm. person so it would be great if i could go hang out with the bad guys you know what would be really cool kill Garrett. instead of one of the things where they have things set up and it's like uh sensors and you mm -hmm. shoot the things it could be people they could be like a, a laser tag kind of thing hey all those photo pass photographers are going to need something to do put them in there we'll yeah. shoot at them <laughs> we'll shoot you yes. no i mean like people who are bad guys like if you could be a bad guy and, yeah. Um, oh, I see what you're around. saying. You could be. You, it could know you're a bad guy, and you, and you get to be in, 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 imperial side. on the imperial side. That'd be interesting. You could, you could have restricted cool. areas. Oh my yeah. gosh! So like, if you're staying at the hotel that's yeah. in Galaxy's End, the Star Wars Hotel, you can choose if you're a bad guy or a good guy, and there are areas for people who are staying there. Mm, that's an interesting. And thought. depending on which side you're on, I feel like there could be logistical um, issues with this, but I still think it's a good idea. You use your ho they could work hotel it out. card. Yeah. And get in. Yeah. 
Interesting. Your magic band. Or, your, your magic, magic band. band. Could yeah. know if you're a bad your guy. Your magic band. <gasps> and the RFID stuff. We started experiencing some of that the last time we were at Disney it's where it awesome. starts putting your name on I yeah. like, out the first screens. time I saw my name on a screen. I was like, oh my gosh, how's McKenna on there? <laughs> so, There's no way. I think we're going to see more of that for sure. And I think they will use that technology in Galaxy's Edge. But who yeah. knows how? Maybe oh to know oh that gosh. there's a bounty on your head. Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool. I'm really excited. I'm so excited. You will be until you're caught. Thrown into Star Wars jail. Not <laughs> a bad guy. Um, okay. Moving over to Epcot. Some of this is going to be, it's good and bad. It's mostly good. I'm trying to be positive about what's happening to Epcot, but I'm telling you, I'm nervous. Um, so it starts out, as part of the multi-year transformation of Epcot, there will be a new nighttime spectacular replacing Illuminations. It will feature massive floating set pieces, custom-built LED panels, choreographed fountains, lights, pyrotechnics, and lasers. It will debut in 2020. Well, what we know about Illuminations is that it's going to um, stop running somewhere in the middle of 2019, like right at the beginning of the fall. So okay. there's a gap there, right? Well, apparently, before the new show starts... There's going to be a limited time experience called Epcot Forever, which will debut fall of 2019 and feature classic Epcot songs, fireworks, lighting, lasers, and choreographed special effect kites. What? Yeah. So I'm actually a little more excited for that than I am the future show. Yeah. I would love a celebration of Epcot. Are you kidding me? Put Figment up there. Yeah. Give me Figment. They can celebrate the different country. Are they? Yeah. Like, that would be so cool. Remember how they, uh, for uh, Rivers of Light, they projected onto water? Yeah. They could have Figment flying. That would be awesome. At at the top. That would be so cool. It seems like Epcot's changing from. Look like, like an educational culture, technology yeah. and, and world showcase into the movies and where they're from. So here's the problem, and this is a problem for all the parks aside from Animal Kingdom because I think it's got a pretty distinct oh, identity. Yeah. Oh, Animal Kingdom, but great. but for studios and Epcot, I feel like they're losing their identity and they're becoming homogenized. And you can point to Guardians of the Galaxy being put into Epcot. It makes no, no, if you think about what sense. Epcot's supposed to be, that makes no sense. Put Guardians yeah, of the Ga- Galaxy in the Magic Kingdom. Guardians would make sense or in studios. Hollywood studios. Or studios. Yeah. It would make sense in the studios. It doesn't necessarily make sense in Epcot. But yeah. they know and that whenever I think of kids. Magic Kingdom, I think of Mickey. Yeah. Whenever I think of Hollywood, I think of like Marvel stuff yeah. and, I think and exactly. Star Wars here. Exactly. I agree with that. Immediately. I, well, I think of like movies and shows that aren't like animated. Yeah. And for magic, I think of animated. And, and you know, things. originally the studios was a functioning studio. They actually were working on Disney animated movies there. They were doing. They shot uh, Ernest Saves Christmas yeah. at the MGM Studios. They actually hosted a WCW wrestling show. That's um, awesome. At, at the studios. Um, but it was actually production was happening there. Yeah. Now, eventually, they stopped doing that, um, and it started to phase out. But they, it totally, like at some point, they just started pulling out all the things that gave the studios that identity of being a studio experience. And so now what you're getting is these specific lands that maybe don't necessarily fit into like the Magic Kingdom, which I'm fine with. I think that that's cool that we have a Toy Story land. I think it's cool we're getting Star Wars land. But I don't want... Like like you said, if they put Guardians of the Galaxy in the studios, fine. Make a Guardians of the Galaxy land. But Epcot... And maybe this just doesn't move the needle because it's not a very sexy idea. 
But why not keep Epcot focused on technology, education, and a celebration of culture? I why feel not? like that I, makes a lot more sense. I really love the way Epcot was before with uh, education and the technology and the celebration of cultures because that's something we kind of need in this world because we're kind of like glazing over exactly. all of it. And it needs to be more prominent. And if Disney was like, hey guys, look at this, maybe it'd say something to other people. I like the way Animal Kingdom and Epcot celebrate culture. And I feel yeah. like it's dis- it's too distinct to like say that one's better. Because they do it in different ways, but they still both do it really good. Yeah, I agree. Again, I'll go back to the point of saying I realize that maybe it's not the sexiest choice and it doesn't really excite people. But Epcot, up until last year, was still the number two attended theme park in the entire world. It just fell behind Animal Kingdom because of Pandora. Yeah. But people are still going to Epcot. Right. And, and I love yes, Epcot. Yes, Epcot needed some TLC. It needed to be updated, but it didn't need to be changed. And I don't know. Okay, so it started with the Frozen ride, did it not? Taking that was one of the first things. Away? Well, I guess people would probably talk about the Grand Fiesta Tour because when they changed it from the Rio del T- Tiempo um, and they put the three caballeros yeah. on, on the Mexican uh, ride, then people started saying, well, now they're bringing characters. Originally, there were supposed to be no characters in Epcot. Which I think would be a fun, cool, f- refreshing thing, especially yeah. for like I, I, older people. I feel like I like having characters there because you know their origins. Mm-hmm. Like You just have to put them in the right country. See, and I'm okay with this. Like Remy coming to France. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with it because I don't think it takes anything away. I am not a person who thinks characters should not be in Epcot. I'm fine with it. But... I still think you can fit them into the idea of what Epcot's yeah, supposed to be. I just don't. I don't think characters should be like what it's about. The focus. You can. Like, they should add just, to it. They're just there. Yeah. What if they put the characters in there and they spoke their native tongue? Yeah. That would be cool. They could do something I like that. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. So they could teach you about like their origins and like where they're from. Hey, so speaking of Remy in France, this oh, is a, yeah. this is a good segue. You know that they announced the name of the Remy attraction? <gasps> McKenna's Remy ride? Can you guess what it is? McKenna's Remy ride. Remy's ride? You're so close. Remy's run. Remy's skedaddle. You want to guess something? Remy Remy's time. kitchen. Nope. Remy's run. Nope. Remy and Emile. You want to hear it? Remy's indoor ride. <laughs> Very close. Remy's crawl. Seriously? Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Oh, that was going to be my next guess. <laughs> it's the most generic name they could have come Why'd up. Why'd they do that? I don't know. <laughs> That's what it's going to be called. I can't imagine what the reaction was when they unveiled that name. People were like, oh, <laughs> okay. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, it's accurate. It's not special. Here's the other thing. anything about it. No. Here's the other thing coming to the France Pavilion. Remy There's the going to be a brand new Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Nice. Which is going to be pretty cool. Classic and live action uh, reimagining. Nice. Oh, it's going to it's gonna have both of those um, aspects in it. I said that weird. And then a new update to the O Canada 360 degree show will be filmed. So no date yet for the filming. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's notes in here about things coming to Disneyland as well, but I'm not going to focus on that because we're not a Disneyland par- uh, podcast. But... They did officially unveil what the gondolas for the Skyline are going to look like. So here's... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, a look. Everybody's reacting. This is a very visual element of the podcast. But Go um, Google it. Yeah, Google it. So uh, you were able to see in person the gondolas that have the characters featured on the outside. It's hard to even describe how big something like this is. It's like... uh, 
let's say a modern bathroom size is about what it looks like. It, they're supposed to seat 10, I think is what we heard. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's going to be sweaty in there. And Right. No air conditioning. But on this one, the one that's featured in the picture, it's Pluto and Mr. Bluebird. Yeah. Tipping his cap to Pluto. I like, I like it. That. Yeah, it's, it's so nice. cute. Pluto. Fab Five. Yeah, it's, forever. It's, the, uh, it's, the, it's the new style, too. It is. It's the new style. It's nice. It looks really good. So that's really exciting. It's, it looks clean. Mm-hmm. It does. It's it's simple. Last piece of news that I want to talk about, and then we can wrap the, this special show up, is Disney did reveal what the ride vehicle is going to look like for the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster in Epcot. And if you guys haven't seen it, I'll show you. Here it is. Kind of looks Star Lordy. It look it looks yeah. very Star Lordy. I like it. Yeah. yeah, and it it leads you to believe that this is going to be like a single car roller coaster. So that makes me feel a little worried because I don't want it to be like a mousetrap kind of ride, like a primeval primeval world. I'm really hoping that's not what it is because. That's a painful... You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, where it slunk us around. The, yeah, it spins. Uh, the car spins and stuff. Yeah. Mm, Wait. We all walked off with sore necks. <laughs> and if you've ever watched... I don't know what park it's in. It's I, It may be Shanghai or maybe Tokyo Disney. There's a there's a crush roller coaster where oh. you're like riding in a turtle on a turtle shell. Oh. And it spins. And oh. it's like a single car thing and it um, spins. Why? No. Wait, which, which ride is this for? Guardians. Oh, that Epcot. makes sense, because it looks like the ship. Yeah, it looks like their ship. You're right. The, what is it called? I can't think of the name of their ship. I don't know. Um, but it is. Thor's Now is what it's called. It's Thor's ship now. That's right. Uh, it's definitely inspired by the the ship that Guardians fly mm-hmm. that previously belonged to Star-Lord. But, uh, but yeah, it looks really cool. I, I don't and think that kind of car would spin, though. The, the, the design doesn't look circular enough. It's not circular. I certainly hope it doesn't spin. It looks like it would go forward, and it looks like something that would be able to go on, like, hills. Okay, so I'm now reading this article, and here's... I have some bad news for us. Oh, no. Okay. So they're saying that it's going to be open in time for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary in 2021. The foundation for the new attraction is the largest concrete pour Disney's ever done. And you could fit four spaceship Earths inside the ride's new show building. It's huge. That is huge. I didn't realize it was that big. That is really big. But here's what it says. The unnamed roller coaster will be the world's first storytelling coaster with train cars making sure riders are fully immersed in the story and aren't just zooming past it. These new coasters will be the first ever to be fully motion controlled and will feature 360 degree spinning motion uh, so that the ride will control where guests are looking. It see, it sounds like it's going to be like a haunted mansion thing. It's not, like a mixture like, not of like crazy spinning. Okay. And I agree with what you're saying. I think you might be right about that. It's more haunted mansion-y tied into a roller coaster. Because it, it, it t- cause what they said... The omni-mover kind of thing. It chooses where you're seeing, so it's right. not just a random spinning motion. That's that's a good yeah. point. That's a good point. It's and I'm going to make you dizzy. I'm going to hope that that's the case. Because yeah, because I can't do this Because you'll, you'll be like looking at a direction, and then Have it they turns you to look in another direction. Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. So it's definite. You can like, see the frame of it. It's huge. Um, I didn't know it was that big. Is it going to be Epcot's new like thing? No, it's not. I don't think it's going to be like an icon. It's, it better it, not take over from the Epcot ball. So let's talk about the Epcot ball for a minute because we haven't addressed it yet on this podcast. I don't want to. But the rumor is out there that Spaceship Earth is going to be closed for two and a half years. So here's the Excuse thing. Excuse me. That really that's a, that really scares me. That sucks. Why would they do that? Because 
They're gonna you don't need junk that. Everything. You don't need that much time unless you are like gutting the inside and redoing I it. I love the inside. I love spaceship. Spaceship Earth's one of my yeah. favorite rides. I love spaceship. I Earth. love learning, and I like seeing the um, Steve Jobs mannequin. Well, animatronic. I like, Wrong word. Yeah. I like the choices you, you get to pick. The, and I like the fact that it's it's a story specifically about communication through time and language and technology. And it's, it's, it's great. It's timeless. You can always add to it. And I have no problem with them updating it. Disney, but please offer two and a half a years. How could you possibly need that much time to just do a simple refurb? That's not what's happening. Yeah. No way. Now, this hasn't been confirmed. We'll say junk it. They're this is junk. All of that stuff. This is just a rumor, and I and I know for sure that the spaceship Earth is not going away. There's no way. Yeah, that'd be crazy. But what's going to happen to it is my question, and I and I it's do. I feel they put characters in it. I don't think they'll do that. But what I think we may be getting is more of like an augmented reality kind of experience or something in Spaceship Earth, which if they do it well. And it still feels like a tribute to the old while bringing in the new. Fine. But I'm very, I'm very nervous. <laughs> I'm extremely nervous about this. Please don't ruin the, the Epcot ball. Disney. <laughs> Epcot ball. Offer me a job. I'll become your Imagineer. And I can make everyone happy. Yeah. Do it. Come find Do it. Do it. <laughs> Come find listen, listen, I'm almost 18, so I'm legally able to have a job. That's true. Give me the job. Hand it over. Hand over the keys. Just toss, hand it over, toss hand over the, the job. keys. I'll dress up like Walt. And I'll walk in and I'll be like, oh, you can't do that. I'm going to go smoke in my office. <laughs> uh, no smoking. <laughs> but he did. Yeah, I don't care. It's only, it's what, I'll like paint a mustache on every day until I grow my own. Ew. She's going to start taking some testosterone. Oh, yeah. Kinda? I gotta gotta beef up if I'm ever gonna be Walt. Walt wasn't beefy. I know, but like I need a I need the mustache. You know? All right, Walt well, mustache. <laughs> Let's just paint it on. Oh, Walt, Walt was really buff. What if he was like like a bodybuilder? Like Terry Crews. Yeah. Terry Crews. Yeah, that would be amazing. Terry Crews should play. He should play Walt, Walt in some sort of a Disney historical That's film. That's like the complete opposite. <laughs> That's the. Complete opposite. It's yeah. ridiculous, you guys. Okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger then. Yeah, right, cool. There you go. That's that's more like it. I want to I draw a mouse. <laughs> more mirror. I like trains. Get to the train. All right, everybody, no. do your Arnold. No. Do it. Come on, bad. McKenna. Do it's an not Arnold. Happening. I'll never do it. Are you a girly, McKenna? You can't do the Arnold. I can't. Okay, I'm sorry. I can't either. Is that yours, Gary? I tried to do Shrek once and I almost cried. Hello, I'm Shrek. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Garrett, do Toad. Mm, not do Toad. No, that would like break the microphone. I love Back I love, up from the mic a little. Yeah, do, do toad. it. It's too, it's too loud. Do Toad. Toad's my favorite impression. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Mostly well, because I stole that impression. So. Well, it's, it's fine. From it's Toad? Anyway. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Give me the job. Give her the job. Hand it over. 2020. Wait, no, wait. 2019. McKenna, I'm engineer. Let's do it. Start the campaign. Let's start it. I will campaign. Actually, I have a Twitter and I'll campaign on my Twitter. I'll harass Disney. No, this is not a good idea. I love harassing companies. She's really good at it. I love it. (laughs) I love harassing companies. She gets responses. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I'll call you again, cheese it. Watch your back. (laughs) (laughs) 
Hashtag toasty is not a flavor. It's not a flavor. <laughs> toasty yeah, is a flavor. Adjective. It's toasty. an adjective. It's not a flavor. No, no, no. It's no. an adjective. It's like saying it. the flavor is called the adjective. No. There's flavors. Like grapes a flavor. Toasty yeah, we, we is understand. not a flavor. All right. Let's wrap it up for the Call day. Burnt. <laughs> burnt. Thank you all for joining us. Um, don't get used to this two episodes a week kind of thing because uh, no. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. But uh, this was just, it was it was required since there was a special Disney event. So yes, hope you enjoyed the show. Interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, email us. All this information is on the outro. But look for Monday Morning Monorail on all the things. Subscribe, us. give us ratings and reviews. Call us. We're come find us. Come find us. <laughs> By the way, burnt isn't a flavor either. Burnt is a flavor. No. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Toasty's not a flavor. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all real soon.